Hi, I'm Robin and welcome to Well-Conceived Business. We help online business owners within health and wellness to create a business and life that is not only well-paid, but well-lived. Here you'll find honest and refreshing conversations about what it takes to create a business around your life, what healthy hustle looks like, as well as insights and tips on growing your audience, your signature program, your profit and your peace. Ready? Let's go. Hi everyone and welcome back to Well Conceived Business. I am so freaking excited to welcome Michelle from Outsourcing Crew to the podcast today. Michelle and I are friends and we kind of met through a mutual mastermind connection and since then Michelle is the brains behind Outsourcing Crew, the company that I use for my two VAs. I don't have any other VAs. <laughs> so I have Febby and Kate who work with me and they're both coordinated through Michelle. So big welcome to you to the podcast, Michelle. Thank you. Thanks, Robin. I'm really excited to be here today, although a bit sick, but I'm excited to have a chat. Oh, and thank you so much for being here. It's so <laughs> it's just online business, isn't it? Like you don't feel the best, but you got to keep going sometimes anyway. Yes. <laughs> so I, in my business, you know, we're talking today about what it's like to hire a virtual assistant from the Philippines. What do you need to look for? What are some mistakes people make? And, you know, everything about my business is about women within, for example, like health and wellness who have limited pockets of time with which to run their business. And everybody's always so curious about how I hired my VA, what the onboarding looks like, all of that experience. So thrilled to be able to talk about this today. And you being an agency owner, you would have a behind the scenes (laughs) of so many business owners and the way that they operate and the way that they hire their VAs, work with their VAs, some of maybe the horror stories they've had with VAs. (laughs) Definitely. Shall we get into the juice of it? I think some people feel a bit nervous to hire a virtual assistant from the Philippines. And that was possibly even my experience at the start. I always wanted to hire someone who was based in Australia or the United States, because that was where my clients were based. But the big problem for me that I found, and i I freaking worked at it for years is that I ended up paying like 50 to $75 an hour and only being able to afford to hire someone for about five hours per week, which then felt like I was never a priority. Like I just never had anyone who was able to do any kind of meaningful work or have any meaningful longevity in my business. And then obviously we've met through Ange, you know, the mastermind. And she was like, no, no, you need to touch base with Michelle. And I, what I wanted, which is what I've got now, is someone who can put in some meaningful hours into my business, who can be like my teammate, my ride or die. And I've been working with Febby now for, I think, more than a year. More than a year. Yeah. Yeah. And she's awesome. So tell me about how does your company operate a little bit differently and what is it like working with a virtual assistant from the Philippines? So our agency operates quite differently from the rest because we're human centered. So that's not just a catchphrase for us. We really, starting in four years ago when I started the business, I was mindful that 
I'm starting this business not, of course, I want to make money, but it's always help people also to build a community yeah. of VAs in the Philippines and then help the business owners in Australia, US, UK, and wherever we are now. But so we train our VA. So whether they have, this is one thing that's quite different is like whether they have experience or not, it doesn't mean they are experienced in our systems or how we work yes. with clients because we just don't, I don't believe in just ticking off the boxes. They'd say you send the task to the VAs, they tick it off, they do it. And then off you go, you send another list or it's not how we operate. Mm. I always, I encourage our clients and our team to have that connection. Yeah. Like working together, not just someone is assisting me blindly in the Philippines doing my task and yeah. she doesn't even know what my business is, who are my yeah. customers are, what your goals are as a business owner, what's your like family like and like your vision as a business and as a person. So I think it will work together if your VA is embedded in your business. Yeah. Like it's part of your business. It works really well with our clients who even introduce their VAs to their in their website mm. or or Instagram. They partly because the VA then feels they're connected to that brand, yes. to the vision of that business, isn't it? hundred percent. And anyone, not just VAs from the Philippines, even if you're in Australia and you work for a company, if you feel like you're part of the vision, then you work harder, isn't it? You actually work toward that vision, not just oh, I'm gonna check the inbox today or I'm gonna create this Canva design. It's not yeah. like that. It's not just work. Yeah. For them, it's a purpose as well. So yeah, that's why yeah. we're quite different. Yeah. The thing for me that appealed to me, so Michelle, you're Australian and you're based in like Queensland. I've really enjoyed having that sort of conduit. I mean, I'll tell you what else I really enjoy. I enjoy that all my virtual assistants are in the same time zone <laughs> as me because yes. I'm in Perth. But I think that if we start from the top, so you're based in Australia, you travel regularly to the Philippines. Yes. How many virtual assistants in total do you have right now? We have 42 right now. I'm based in the sunny Gold Coast, paradise at the moment. So I've been here in Australia for 12 years. Before that, I used to live and work in New Zealand and Dubai. So I'm actually like multicultural experience at work. I travel to the Philippines three to four times a year. Yep. My family's there. Yeah. I'm originally from the Philippines, of course, and my whole family, except my husband, is in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. So my sisters, my everyone is there. So yep. And then what you have, so over in the Philippines, you have like the team leaders and then the virtual and, assistants. Uh, and the support team. So the most important, like it's very important that they have a support team in the Philippines as yeah. well. So we have our HR recruitment, our finance. We even have an admin support that takes care of birthday cakes. Yay, I love that. Team events. Yeah. We have quarterly face-to-face, like in real life events, like just eat and chat. Let's not talk about Canva or anything. Let's just talk about like what's house life. So we have those, yeah, HR recruitment support. We have a general manager that manages the whole operations as well in the Philippines. Yep. So, yeah. And what would you say are the most common tasks that your virtual assistants support people with? Social media marketing. Gotcha. It is the biggest one from creating contents like, Canva, editing videos, scheduling them, posting them, engagement, yeah. managing the inbox. Most of your clients doesn't use chatbot. They use normal, like a human being <laughs> communicating yeah. with their customers and audience. So yeah. Yep. Cool. But I also love that they know how to use the chatbot. So they, 
we were trying to set up for our last launch, the words in many chat. And I was like, Bibi, I don't know how to do this. Do you know how to do this? She's like, I got this. <laughs> and then she set up, like, I didn't know, could not find, I'm usually a techie person. I could not find where to put the reply to the comment. She was like, yeah. I've got this and sorted it out for me. And I guess that's one of the other things is you, because you've got a group, you organize lots of trainings for everyone alongside, you know, like these are the standard things that everybody's doing in business. So this is the things that you need to know. You're right. That's another thing that we're quite different is that our VAs are like, they're part of a group. Yeah. They're part of a community. We're on Slack all day. Yeah. And some of our VAs come from different platforms. They used to work for different platforms where you can hire VAs or agencies. And they say that they feel connected to the mm. team. The main rule we have is if, if you have any questions, just ask. 100%. So they can actually literally go to our Slack and there's a channel there called Staying Connected. Yeah. And there's a channel called Collab. In the Collab channel, they can literally ask, I'm having issues with this. Does anyone know how to fix this? Yeah. Or can someone show me how to do this? So with 42 people in the team, 90% of the time, someone knows how to fix something. Yes. So it's cool to have that. And value to our clients as well because the client doesn't need to pay someone yeah. another expert to fix it for them yeah so, yeah so obviously having the inside scoop on a lot of different businesses a lot of different people <laughs> what would you say if someone was to hire a virtual assistant they were like yep okay I'm gonna like look at a virtual assistant in the Philippines what would you say are the benefits to hiring a virtual assistant from the Philippines first of all um Especially if you're starting, yeah. you're starting. Let's just be honest. You don't have $70 an hour yeah. as a budget, isn't it? And being kind and understanding to startups, everyone starts from the bottom up, isn't it? As a business owner. If you can't afford that, but you can't also do everything in your business, then the best case is you hire someone in the Philippines. And you can hire someone to do the basic admin stuff first. That's the thing that you hand over first. The benefits are like you can continually grow your business without having to invest large amount of money. Who's got $100,000 to invest in their business in the first year now? And it, this gives everyone a chance yeah. to start their business, isn't it? Like, you know, when people say you need to spend 20 grand on branding. Yeah, when I probably have 200K in my revenue in three years. But if you're starting and you don't have money, does that mean I can't start my business because I don't have yeah. that money to spend on resources? So that's one. You can practically start a business and manage your business and with the help of a VA. Yeah. You can roll out your coaching business, your Shopify website with a VA for 20 hours a week. Yeah. Literally, like easily. Another thing is that you don't have to be always on the go as a business owner. You don't like the mental load alone. I always say this to our clients. It's not about someone doing it for you. It's about knowing that someone is doing it for you as well. Knowing that it's getting done. Like that's why, let's say I was away for two weeks in the last six weeks. Like two weeks, I don't do anything in the business. And my VA, she's new. She's been with me for nine months. And knowing that she's checking our CRM for updates, I don't have to do it. Like, I can do it probably 10 minutes every morning and then 10 minutes. I can still do it, but that's the mental load I have to carry the whole yeah. day while I'm doing something important as well. So the mental load alone that I don't have to carry every day yeah. 
is big for me it's not you can't put a value on that i think yeah that the thing that that one the third one is i don't have to constantly re- do research yeah. that is really time consuming and this is what like i was laughing with a client two weeks ago because we both agree that if i'm doing the research just say my research is what kind of lead magnet shall i create for this next sales funnel that i'm doing and then how to do this and how to do that as a business owner, you'll probably go into the rabbit hole for four hours doing because you're like, oh, that's nice. Oh, this is mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. I, I need to see this. But if you have a VA and you give them clear instructions on what to research, they'll research it that way. They're not going to go to the rabbit hole and spend hours and hours like we what we do, isn't it? And that will save you time. Most of our clients, the biggest benefit to them is now they can go on a holiday. Yeah. They can turn off. Yes. So say, one of our clients launched her program last, I think, six months ago. And then after the launch, I think three months to the launch, after the launch, she did um, a 10 days holiday in Fiji. And she left everything, like not everything, but most of the day-to-day tasks to her VA. And her VA then just escalates things. And we have rules in in our, when we go on holiday. Unless the building is burning, don't message me or mm. something like that. Okay. We value that. We're not the hustle and grind kind of. Neither am I. I'm not that. <laughs> That's why I think one of the difference that we don't work with hustle and grind people too, because like last month, what we did is self-care chat yeah. with our team. Yep. And that's one of the things that we said is like a lot of our clients, they are successful because they know when to pause and when to have a break as well. And also that nothing's an emergency. Have... Like it's a business. It's not like world peace. <laughs> no, unless it's a life and death situation. Yeah. We all like take a break, uh, take the weekend off. And one of the biggest benefits of hiring a VA as well from the Philippines is that you're getting help to create your dream life in Australia or the U.S., you're also helping them create their dream life in the Philippines, basically. Just one of the things that I always ask when I interview VAs or candidates is life and freaking work is not always, you know, paradise. Not every day, isn't it? And that's real. Yeah. What then makes you push forward the next day and just do it? And, and I say, these are the things that motivates you. One of the motivations is that you're helping someone. Yeah change their lives and it's not that like Febby you're working with Febby you're not just helping Febby achieve her dreams as well but also her family mm-hmm. and her future so whether she let's say she works with you for the next few years after that she's already accumulated so much mm-hmm. wealth of knowledge mm-hmm. just the confidence yeah you know create for her that's like something that you could add probably in your achievements can we it? talk about that for a moment because obviously the cost of living in for example this Australia or the US or the UK is very different to the cost of living in the Philippines and I don't think any of us particularly if we work in health and wellness want to feel like we're taking advantage of someone but obviously the cost of what I would pay for a virtual assistant in the Philippines is much lower than the cost of what I would pay for a virtual assistant based from the United States for the level of tasks. I mean, you can get a VA for any price anywhere, but I think the difference is the level that you get. So can you speak to that just a little bit in terms of, you know, the big elephant in the room that is that it costs much less to hire a virtual assistant in the Philippines? 
for comparison purposes, I love talking about this. For comparison purposes, the minimum wage in the Philippines differs in Australia too. It differs from one state to another, but average, it will be like around 12 to 13 Australian dollars. That's the average. But if you work in an office or you're a teacher or a junior professional in the office setting, you'd probably earn more than that. Let's say, I don't know, $20 a day. Per right? day. Oh, sorry, sorry. So, Minimum wage is $12 per day. Day, yeah. Yeah, okay. Now hour, yeah. And then if you're like in an office environment, like call center and stuff like that, you'd probably earn $20 to $25 a day. Yeah. Australian. Yeah. Yeah. And that means if they're working for an Australian or US-based client, it shouldn't be less than that. They should oh, earn, no. isn't it? They could earn the same working, but the conditions that they work in the Philippines is not that great. It's improving now, mm. but it's not great. Most work six days a week. Let's talk about the traffic too. So if you're like in Manila or major city, I think it's like minimum three hours mm -hmm. a day you spend on traffic, commuting. Yeah. So if you're working eight hours a day in the office plus three hours, that's 11 hours, plus getting ready and stuff like that, you minimum 14, 15 hours a day just for work and you get paid eight. So literally half of you've spent outside is not paid, you know? So that means there's some people offering $2 an hour. That's really... That's not... Yeah, that's... That's not... That is not ethical. That is... For me, that's not ethical. You got to check also what's livable wage, yes. isn't it? So that's, I know what's livable wage. I know, I literally know how much things are there. Yes. I go there four times a year. I was there during the lockdowns. I was there for 16 months during the lockdowns. So I, I'm close to the Philippines then. Like 50% of my life is there. So when I was building my business, I always think, so how much is the livable wage? How much is... If they're spending more time, they are investing their time on training, upskilling themselves when they work for businesses like yours, isn't it? So that means some of their hours are not paid because they're trying to upskill themselves outside work or before they started working for you. So, and how much we can charge our clients. So we always, my rule of thumb is we give our VAs 60 to 70% of what we charge our clients. Yeah. So that's our rule of thumb. And Hand to heart, RVAs. So two months ago, they had their lunch as a team, 20 plus of them in a buffet lunch. <laughs> so they were happy. And someone told me like they were talking to each other and the things that they shared to each other are really heartwarming. Some of them said, this is the first time in their, like in the last few years, they felt like they don't have issues with money anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like they achieved that like financial freedom a bit isn't it? Like some of them work for us, like Pevis work for us just over a year. And she said, I can't imagine that I will be earning this much I love that. in that short period of time. And she's quite young. She's 26. So she's like, her counterpart as a teacher will be earning a quarter of what she's earning right now. Yeah. A month. So that's like the, yeah. the comparison. Yeah. And I think as well, you know, like we emailed each other and we were like, is it time for a pay rise? Let's do this. You know, at Christmas time, we're like, how can we support? And there's having you as the conduit as well, I think really supports that because obviously hiring anyone from anywhere who's in a different country or different culture, I've found that to be really helpful to have the in-between, like, so yourself, the team leaders, 
so that we can like check each other back and forth if that makes sense yeah yeah if they're being too polite if they're being too quiet because obviously being Australian and I'm a rowdy person I'm like (laughs) hey like what how do we support this how do we move forward so I think that's been really helpful for me to know that like we all know we want to do the right thing by our virtual assistants we want to help support them and their families and yet absolutely not be exploitative and I think it can, that's yes. where it's handy having someone who owns the business who's in Australia who can say this is what the level of their living should look like let's ensure that that's the case and I think like I don't you support like dog shelters <laughs> and things as well yeah. <laughs> we have nine scholars students yeah. that we support right now and our big goal this is the biggest goal is to support 100 kids to go to school so we have and this is like not for me it's like our team our VIs and our support team in the Philippines they actually support this and this is what they when you ask them why do you love working for outsourcing to apart from the clients apart from the money and everything they know that when they work for us I always say every hour that you work for our clients support someone to have their goals and dreams achieved too so we have nine kids right now. I think we have four primary school students, nice. three high school students, and two uni students that we support right now. So, yeah, so we sign pledge with them yeah. that we will see them through until they finish uni. Yeah, I love that. And so let's talk about mistakes and how we can be better bosses and better hirers and better people who are working with assistants and people, you know, and contractors within our company. What are some of the biggest mistakes people make when they hire virtual assistants? I think, first of all, they're not ready. Yep. So even if you hire an employee in the Philippines, a VA in the anywhere in the world, even if they're based in Australia, wherever they are, if you're not ready, whether it's SOPs, your processes, your templates, your plan, on what you want to do with them, that's not going to work though. They can't figure out what to do Mm. because you're in the business. So that's one. You need to be ready. You need to know, as a business owner, you need to know not the detailed plan of what's going to happen in the next six months, but at least you need to know, I'm hiring this person because I want to be in that position in six months and these are the things that we need to do. I will delegate my inbox to her. I don't want to do Canva anymore. And I'm launching, I don't know, let's say I'm launching a new course in three months. I have time for that three months. And these are the things I want her to do. So that one, the second one probably is there are new unicorns. Yeah. Only in fairy tale. I'd love to meet someone who's a unicorn, which means they can do SEO. They can do this. No one is a unicorn. So what I encourage everyone to do is for business owners, whenever we have a clarity call, in our form that we ask them to complete before they become our clients, I always ask, what's your negotiable and non-negotiable? Yes. So which means if you need a VA to do a few different things, let's say podcast editing, Kajabi, Canva, social media, and so on and so forth. Zero, let's say. You want them to reconcile your transactions. you got to choose which one of those are more important to you to delegate. Yeah. You can't find anyone that can do them brilliantly all of them they're gonna be good at everything so you gotta choose let's say most of our clients are like that anyway like i'll be happy if they're good at this three michelle because i know i can train them on this fourth one 
and I'm happy to do this until they're ready. So those biggest mistake is thinking that they can do everything plus without training. <laughs> without training. And the third one is probably it's not giving enough time to make it work. Yeah. Yep. When you're in Australia, you hire someone here, it takes three to six months. Even if they come from the same role from a different company. Yeah. I used to work for a company and then I moved to another company. Same role, same things. Took me three months to understand their crap. To see of different processes. They want it done differently. So I need to... So you can't expect someone to start say, oh, I need to launch something next month. And they need get it? No way. They're not. Unless probably they've done their courses, like they've launched their own course before. So probably the last one would be not having enough time to train your yeah. You got to invest time yeah. to train them. I think as well, I heard something on another podcast that I thought was really valuable. So, you know, we talk about like when you hire a specific VA, like when that, so number one, yeah, expect it to take about six months for you to find a flow with your particular VA. But on another podcast, I once heard someone say, as a business owner, it takes you about one to two years to get into the flow of how to support a VA, how to take things off your plate. And the first one to two years of hiring VAs might feel a bit like a shit show for you because you're learning as a boss too. Like you're going, okay, no, this isn't working. This, Like how do we do this better? And so it's not about going, giving up and then being like, I'll just take it back all on my plate. It's about circling back and understanding that it's a process and that it's going to take about one to two years for you to figure out how to have a really good flow of delegation for a VA? It's actually a good point. It's a good point. Like you and me, most business owners, oh my God, we don't want to let go. Yeah. Who wants to let go? Like I've never met anyone who's like, that's it, do it, everything yours. No. Most of us like, oh, this is my baby. I really want it done this way. And I heard from my brilliant business coach, Ange, he said, long as it's like done 85 percent like how you like it's done that way you can then work together for her to reach 200 percent how you want it done because you never find someone that can do that thing the same as you want it done yeah we can get really wedded to that as well like wanting it done a particular way and even not even consider is that even a more effective way or is that a better way or is that just our way? Why do we get so wedded to it that way? And so I think that's a very personal process that you have to go through and understand as a business owner. Yeah. In terms of the people who you see, so you've obviously like you have seen behind the scenes of so many businesses now. Are there any standout practices that you've seen other business owners do have with their VAs that you're like, I wish every business owner did this with their VA. Like, how do we be better bosses? Well, you'd think I'm going to kiss your ass with this one. But first of all, I use the way you onboarded Febby and Kay yes. as a gold platinum standard. Right. We're actually doing that now. Starting in January, we're going to help our clients do the same thing that you do. So you have like a course. Yeah. You have like an onboarding course for anyone who wants to join your team, which is brilliant because you can have that 
for your VAs, contractors, freelancers, and you're set to scale. Yeah. You're doing that. It's painful to do that in the beginning. For the love of God, you'll probably spend hours and hours doing that. But once it's done, like anything else, it's like you can just multiply that in the future. Isn't it? You can hire anyone and then put them in that course. Yeah. And they'll learn about your business, how you do things, your processes in a week or two. Yeah. Don't have to recreate that. You just have to update that probably slightly different every year. But yeah. I wish everyone has that. We're actually helping our clients now do that starting January. Because imagine working, if you're from the BA point of view, imagine you start working for a client and that client's been in the business for three years at least, let's say. She knows everything about her business. And you're coming in. And this client is explaining things to you. By the way, no document to explain that. Just yeah. to a Zoom meeting. How do you keep up? I will never keep yeah. up. Even the smartest person can't keep up with that. I can't keep yeah. up. So, like, I think the best thing to do is be ready. Mm. Like what we discussed earlier, be ready. Even in the simplest SOP yeah. or a welcome document. Yeah. We ask our clients now, can you come up? Do you have a who am I and what is my business about document? Yeah. That's a good document to start yeah. with, which means your VA can read that before the first meeting. They can ask questions. They get to know you. It's not, not the website because the website is just sometimes just that's it. It would be best to like, I am a mom of four. I'm quite busy during school hours. This is it. That gives yeah. your VA up. I shouldn't message her this time because, you know, it's not. And then, it's like communicating from your side to your VA. Then she understands where you're coming from as well. The second is like SOPs. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's like step one, step two. There's so many apps to use now. Mm-hmm. I think there's Tango. I use Scribe How. Mm-hmm. It records your Movement. desktop while you're doing it. And it, it will... It will come up with a document. It says step one, click this link. Step two, it screenshots yeah. every step. Oh, of the really? Way. It's so good. Huh. Yeah. And you can edit them as you go along. Huh. It's called Scribe How. Yeah, I love so that. Cool. And of course, Loom. So you put together a step-by-step document plus Loom. There you go. You've got SOP. It doesn't have to be like fancy. That's it. And then also, don't get too excited. <laughs> Of course, I'll be excited too. So some people get too excited. Oh, I'm going to dump everything to you. Well, it's not going to work too, yeah. isn't it? Like literally, it's not, no one can take on that much. Yeah. So best practice is choose three to five recurring tasks every day, every yep. week. Yep. And choose two to three projects. Yes. So I every six months, I list all my tasks mm-hmm. I do in the business. Mm-hmm. I categorize them, marketing, issues, clients, team, training, whatever that is, meetings, everything, like literally everything. And then I estimate the hours I I spend on each task mm. every week. Yeah. And that gives me an idea, I'm spending too much time here. Yeah. And can someone do this for me, actually? And we review that and I start delegating that to someone. Mm. And before you hire a VA, I do that yeah. audit. Yeah. And then... Choose three to five first. Three to five recurring simple, tasks. Yeah. Recurring, repetitive, simple tasks that you actually have time to delegate as well. This is the thing. If you want to delegate 
40 hours worth of tasks and massive projects, that means you need 40 hours plus of training time to delegate that to your VA. Yes. And if you don't have that, then make sure that you put it in phases, isn't it? Yeah. Phase one, yeah. let's do this first. You'll be managing my inbox, creating the tasks for Canva, checking inbox, Instagram, managing requests from our Facebook group. So those kind of things. And mm. that will probably like 10 hours a week. And then the next stage is, okay, let's update our website. You now will also upload the blogs that I write, yeah. edit my podcast. And also we're launching something in three months. Can you check now our Kajabi or Teachable or whatever and get familiar because I would ask you to do mm. this in the future. Yeah. And then have like the training yeah. there. Because even if they know how to use Kajabi, they still need to know or see how your Kajabi is set. Like, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Because it's different, different from one client to another. So, yeah. Yep. I love that. I created an online course that had a lot of our trainings. <laughs> when Phoebe and I had our training week, I literally went through and did tasks with her and recorded it. But the beginning of that, and so we've just added Kate to the team as well, but the beginning of that whole online course is this is who I am. This is my personality. You know, I'm very relaxed. Just like I will not never jump down your throat for anything. These are the hours I work. These are the days I work. This is all my, like my number, my address, my business number, just all of that general info that doesn't get written anywhere else. And we always, yeah, yeah for both of our virtual assistants, we've started their onboarding with, hey, like to they get totally paid for this time take your time and have a look right through this and then let's start catching up then and we always do like a week of if we need to catch up what do we do and then we meet weekly individually with me and to all together as a team and obviously we're still improving and trying to you know find our flow as well it's not like a once and done never have to do anything again yeah. <laughs> It's like any any business, yeah. isn't it? Traditional businesses, they have the same thing. Like it's a continuous improvement. And I'm just going to go back to what you said about meeting every week. It is encouraged, really important. that Because you need to build rapport yeah. and a relationship and connection with your VA. It's like you're, they're like part of your business. Yes. Yeah. Whether they're just checking your inbox, it's still, they're still part of your business. You want to know what they like. You want to know, like, why do they like working with you as well, isn't it? They're going to put more effort and investment and you will have the same feeling yeah, about that. Yeah. You create that connection. 100%. Especially with our clients. Our clients are all purpose-led as well. So we're okay with that. So I think we attract the same clients anyway. So yes. we didn't have any problems with that. And I think that first four to six weeks is crucial. Mm -hmm. 100%. Very crucial in onboarding anyone. Yeah onboarding virtual assistant from the philippines that's crucial that's why we have the support team mm. we may not let's say i might not dial in in every meeting the first six weeks but our slack channels hot. yeah where are you going do you need any help on this i saw that you were asked to do this are you sure about that do you need us to give you a feedback on the design so something like that and then we have after, during that first six weeks we have Scheduled meetings with our VA yep. and her and her TL. I love that. Especially in the, like that stage because that's when 
they're gonna get lost. Yeah. So many apps, so many information, too much information in the first week, at least. And like, what do you mean by this? So terminology, yes, they wanna talk about. So yeah. I love that. So we are going to start wrapping up and head into our speed round. But before we do that, we've talked a lot about this. I know that there's going to be so many people who are like, tell me more, Michelle. Can you just let it, for anyone who wants to find you, look into it further, can you maybe explain a little bit about how it works that they inquire and also where everyone can find you? So how it works is that you can schedule or book in a clarity call with me. It's 20 minutes. We just want to make sure that we're the right yeah. fit and we can help you with the onboarding as well. Uh, we don't have a lot of VAs available, so it's not a scare tactic. It's real. We don't hire more than five to 10 VAs every month. And we make sure it's personalized mm, yeah. experience for our clients. And our VAs, not sausage factory, which is great. So you can find us. Our website is www.outsourcingcrew.com. Outsourcingcrew.com. You find us on Instagram. We're the best on Instagram as a VA agency. We're the funniest <laughs> on Instagram. So you're going to get entertained. Uh. Follow us on Insta and we're not going to give you so many business tips, but you're going to get entertained. I'm very sure about that. Yeah, I love so. the reels that you guys put together. <laughs> so let's dive into a speed round. Do you have a quote that you would love to share that you recommend for everyone? I was thinking about that. Be present in all things and thankful for all things. Oh, I love that. I really what about a book that you recommend everyone reads? I'm reading this book, How to Not Give an F. Yes, I've read that book. <laughs> yeah, it's on Netflix as well, but I've, I highly recommend the book over the Netflix. Yeah, we mark every episode explicit, so you're welcome to drop words. <laughs> and my very last question for you, if you had one thing that you could shout to the rooftops to all the other women in business, one message that you just wish everyone would hear, what would that be? Life is too short. Enjoy the ride. Yes. I love it. Michelle, I appreciate you so much. And thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I know that so many of the women listening are curious about what it's like to hire a VA, what it's like to hire a VA from the Philippines. So I know that this is going to be incredibly helpful. Thank you again. Uh, thank you, Robin. Thank you for all the support. Baby and I will always talk about this. And she shared this in one of our group chats, like group Zoom call with almost 50 of us and we always say that we love working with yeah. you because you really like gave her a chance because she didn't have any experience this is every time I have a clarity call with a new client it is the example that I give them it's like Fabi didn't have any experience but Robin really saw the potential in her and she was patient enough and really like trained her on everything isn't it and gave her like the the independence to also learn yeah at her own pace and now you're both like reaping all the rewards because you're both oh. like she's really good now in what she does and you have the support that you need isn't it yeah so, she's a ninja yeah, thank you. like some of the things she does she can redesign a whole canva deck of webinar slides in like two hours and I'm always like how do you do this like magic on the inside but yeah so together you know and I think it was all about building a relationship and building synergy together and she is like 100%. Like if the team is me and Phoebe and Kate <laughs> in the business. So, yeah, I've loved having Phoebe and Kate with the team as well. So 
Thanks again. Thank you. Everybody, any questions that you have, reach out to me, reach out to Michelle on Instagram. We'd always be happy to chat away to you and we'll catch you at the next episode. Bye for now. We are done with the meat and potatoes of this episode, but I am not letting you go just yet, my friend. Before you jump off, I have three quick things that I would love to share with you. Number one is thank you so much for listening today. If you'd like to hear more about growing your visibility through Instagram, podcasting, or Pinterest, creating or launching or growing your signature program, automations, or many more online business nuggets of gold, pause now, hit that subscribe button because we are here for you weekly. Number two is if you would like to learn more about working with us and joining our signature program, the well-conceived mastermind, which is unlike any mastermind you've seen before, check out our show notes below and you will find all the links to join the waitlist or sign up and join the mastermind now. And number three, lastly, if you do nothing else, make sure you come and find us on Instagram for daily behind the scenes and hugely savable and value-packed content. You will find us at Launch Easy Life. Well, that's it from me today. Now go out there and create your well-paid business and your well-lived life.